Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Porpoise Pod. Tobin and Solana swimming together, gathering in the waters that is the combine. It's all happening, Solana. We don't have a first-round pick, but who cares, you know? People lifting weights, tights, official heights. Like, you know, who doesn't love this stuff? Uh, Byron Jones, but other than, other than yeah, Byron right. Jones, everybody else, I, I've been I've been paying attention to the combine a little bit more just because I went a couple of years ago and I got into mm-hmm. it by being there. Like the the excitement of the NFL never actually being on pause or taking a break. Uh, it's it's like one of a kind to be an indie. It's pretty cool. I, I think my favorite combine moment was the alleged scandal of did Joe Philbin fall asleep at the combine? it was like one of these things where somebody just duped it because they just took a still shot of him on twitter and so everybody for the longest time thought joe philbin just took it was catching a nap during the combine which if there was going to be a coach who you just was like oh who's sleeping ah joe philbin joe philbin yeah his 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 stock was already at an all-time low when it happened so tough to go for him but uh yeah you mentioned the byron jones thing that was uh definitely interesting this weekend where uh we finally heard from him after a a silent year, no no word from Byron Jones. What did you make of his uh, his his tweets? I mean, they were interesting as hell. Like my first reaction was, "Damn," you know, like I I feel for Byron Jones because his whole time, listen on the Porpoise Pod, I've been slamming Byron Jones. So right. I I kind of I really just felt and and truthfully, I feel like the Dolphins also. Not that they were putting him on blast, but they didn't do him any favors either by talking about the severity of his injuries. It was always kind of, 
this dance of, well, we're hoping he'll be back. And then by the end of the season, Mike McDaniel kind of would just be like, yeah, he's not coming back. But they, they never really elaborated on how severely injured he was. You know what I mean? Like if, if he was relaying this message that came across in those tweets, which was, I can't run or jump anymore. Like why wouldn't the dolphins have come out and said, yeah, like he is, he's messed up. You know, these surgeries haven't gone well. His rehabilitation process hasn't gone well. Like he's messed up and the dolphins never really took that approach. So from our perspective, everything we were seeing from the dolphins end was Byron Jones just doesn't want to play because he doesn't want to risk further injury and mess up his future, uh, you know, contracts. And that upset us and Dolphins fans. But now, I don't know, like there's clearly two different sides of what's going on. That's the way I'm viewing it. And like, I feel for Byron Jones, some of what he tweeted, I don't agree with where he's saying, you know, to the young uh, NFL players, uh, don't don't take those needles. Don't take those injections. It's not worth it in the long run. And like that's easy to say when you have eighteen million dollars in the bank, right, Tobin? Sure. Uh, listen, I, I I took a lot of needles and injections, and uh, they were all well worth it. <laughs> uh, no, look, I get it. All, football is a brutal sport. It is uh, it, it is sad to see things like this where a guy. Uh, is at this point in his career, and I'm sure that it, it's a depressing thing to be away from the game that I'm sure at one point he did like playing or was very good at playing, and that, you know, he came to this Dolphins team with a lot of high promise, uh, you know, basically, you know, gave him one decent year, and it's like, you know, the the thing that it probably was the biggest domino effect from Byron Jones was just pissing off Xavier Howard, but... Yeah. yeah, I don't like reading that somebody's in pain or that they don't like uh, play the game. It's a very, it's still a very murky thing because it doesn't sound like he's ready to say that he retires, but it also says, you know, it's also a very past tense tweet and it sounds like he uh, doesn't have any heart of playing football anymore. It doesn't sound like he's, he's willing to go through it anymore. And if that's the case, then, you know, don't it's uh, you know, you, you want the guy to, to, to protect himself in that case, because um, it's already a dangerous enough sport. It's our, as we saw very much this year with the Dolphins quarterback, it's a, it can be a crazy thing. Your lights can get shut off. Uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin having what happened this year. It's, it's, it's a crazy business that they're in. Um, it was just a very, it was, I think it was just so random to get it out like that to comment on it as like almost a message uh as a warning to the to the future draft class and um you know i'm sure there'll be some people who will uh i'm sure there'll be some people who will either retire early or maybe will heed his warning and then there'll be a bunch of people who say shut up old man i want to get my millions yeah uh but i I will say this like if he does want to play again claiming that you can't run or jump anymore, probably not the best way to go about it. Uh, just saying, right? Like if, if you do aspire to, to recover and whether it's this year, next season, whenever it is coming out and, and tweeting, Hey, don't do what the NFL doctors are telling you. Also, I can't run or jump anymore. Uh, probably not going to go a long way. in in you know, having another team interested in his services. So, I, I don't know, Tobin. I, I do feel like there's two sides here, right? Like there has to be more to this because even prior to coming to the Dolphins, um, like who knows what went on. And clearly he's like in a very emotional state right now. 
Yeah, well, let, let's just take it from this. Like, he he got surgery. He got his contract guaranteed last year because of it. They restructured it in some way, you know, to help with the cap. Um, he has a situation this year where the Dolphins can save a lot of money on the cap, but they can't really use it in free agency because they can't cut him till June to save that money on the cap. So it's a little bit of a weird situation for Miami. They would have to, like, I don't know, basically have a wink-wink deal with a free agent if they were to take advantage of his salary cap number. That's the only way I could really see them figuring it out or maybe making some trade, you know, to bring in salary. Um, so you have that element to it that clearly the Dolphins are going to move on from him, I would think, either way. They're not bringing back Byron Jones. Um, then you have the case of, all right, well, what does retirement mean? Like, how much is his payment? Like, does he have to give up money? You know, so he may just be holding his cards close to the best. But I would say, yeah, if you're basically referring to your football career in the past and saying you can't run a jump, that doesn't really speak to this guy's going to play football. I would say either way, if he does play football again, I would very much doubt it was for the uh, that it would be for the Miami Dolphins. No, there's no shot. There, like, there, there's just no way. Everything I was saying earlier, the way that the Dolphins handled this, I'm not saying they handle it poorly. Like, I, I again, I, I feel like we don't know so much, and we probably never will. Uh, but if they truly felt like Byron Jones was in this state where he, he can't run or jump, they would have like, why not come out and say that? Like why play this whole song and dance all season yeah. where you're, you're kind of like hiding behind, you know, this wall of uncertainty regarding Byron Jones all season long until what was it Tobin week 15, week 16, when Mike McDaniel finally came out on that Wednesday press conference. Cause every week, the first question on Wednesday was, Hey, Byron Jones, what's the deal? And it kind of became like a running joke between the media right. and Mike McDaniel. And, I and said, finally he, he came out one day and was like, all right, guys, Mike, uh, Byron Jones done for the season. I can confirm it. I would say that my best guess is, look, if this is a guy who doesn't want to do all the treatment to his own admission, and I'm not saying he's right or wrong about it, but if he's doing that, and he didn't want to go and rehab the way that he did. I think the Dolphins are probably just in this point of, we really don't know because we don't know when he's going to want to play. And I just think that's one of those things where maybe they have a relationship with the agent. Maybe they're just trying to save face because it is an embarrassing thing. Like, look, if you, for Chris Greer, like you spent a lot of money on this guy and it's a yeah. flop of a signing, you know, and you've already, Look, we're already sensitive to this a little bit with uh, the Armstead thing, right? It's like you signed a lot to Ron Armstead to a lot of money. And, you know, who, that that almost feels almost like a, a time bomb of when that body is going to give up. And so, yeah, I think that I think that I think it just was a, a matter of everybody was just doing the cliche thing and protecting uh, everything as they could. But all in all, he ain't going to be a dolphin anymore. 